Hello and welcome to episode 99, Dolly Trujillo Clicks. We got the whole cool cast, cool cats cast, cool cast of cats. Are you saying there, the KKK's I like here? I like the cool cast of cats. That's are we gonna we play? Are we gonna do a musical now? Hold on, cool cast of clicks cats. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, sure, whatever. I like that one. By the way, there's a guy in the top, like, 32 whose uh, nickname on uh, Realms is, like, Big Rick Clicks. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Big Dick and Yeah. This is Dolly Your Hero Clicks, your source for everything Hero Clicks, and uh, along with a bunch of other random shit that just happens to come up in natural conversation. But that's how we like to do things here. We like to go with the flow. Uh, there is some cursing and all that good stuff. So if you're listening with little kids, you may want to wait till later when the little Did kids. Did we get are another? Around. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've been gone for two weeks, and you guys have been getting complaints about... No, I just felt like we should th- throwing that in there every Oh, because I'm back. Thanks, you dig No. Oh, Austin and I did our fair share of cussing over the last couple weeks. Anyways, today we have some news to talk about. Maybe one or two important things. I can't Ground think Ground, sh- earth-shattering moments in the mm-hmm. Heroclix world. Talk mm-hmm. ab- so we're going to talk about the Ninja Turtles, of course, mm-hmm. and some... Characters that we want to be clicked in that set, and then we're going to do our usual topics, including this week we will do Drew Silver Age Value Corner, Make Your Move, and Bad Samaritan. But first, as always, we're going to start with news. We have Sir Buster of the Blader Clan. Buster of the Blader Clan. <laughs> he can be found on HeroClicks.com if you want to follow along with us. Buster Blader is the chase from Wave 3. Correct. And I know this is a pretty popular Yu-Gi-Oh character. I remember him being popular when we were kids. He's he's got a blade and he... He busts shit. When you guys want to talk about him? No. (laughs) I'll talk about him then. Uh, (laughs) He has a chase. He has Yu-Gi-Moto, Earth, and Warrior keywords. Finally a good figure that doesn't have the dark keyword. He's 150 points. And he also has a spell and trap. We'll get to that at the end. For 150 points, you're getting a primarily close combat attacker. He has Endom. He has no range. He has eight clicks of life, which is pretty damn solid, including his first two clicks giving him Impervious, and then his next three after that giving him Invincible and Reflexes. So, I mean, he's got tons of usage out of those eight clicks. He has Charge or Sidestep on every click, and... As far the only thing I don't like about him for 150 is depending on his opponents, he may have trouble dishing out damage. He has a 12-4 on top click, but he has Quake for his attack power and Battle Fury for his damage power, so neither of those really helps him get extra damage through. And then he gets a special attack for the majority of his dial called Dragon Sword. This will be somewhat useful in Yu-Gi-Oh! Hero clicks, but I, I fear eh. not as much as we would hope. He can use blades when he attacks a character with dragon in its name and uses blades. He may roll 2d6 instead of 1 and replace his damage value with the result of either of those results. I'm not going to lie. As ridiculously luck-based and overpowered as it would have been, I would have loved it if it was just roll 2d6 and take the result minus so much. Yeah. And he does have exploit on those clicks, and those are all found mid-dial. So really his mid-dial is a lot more powerful I mean, even just the fact of just having charge blades and exploit with 11 attack, yeah, yeah. not bad. He does have the combo sidestep close combat expert with a ten, at least a 10 attack on each of those clicks. So I do like him overall. Uh, I think he's definitely worth his points in the Yu-Gi-Oh spectrum. But there's something else that makes him amazing. The amazing thing about him is for only three points, he has a one of the best spells and one of the best traps in the entire Hero Clicks game. Uh, Horn of the Unicorn is particularly good, I think. That's that's amazing. That's a spell. You give the set character a power action, modify its attack value by plus one. Notice it doesn't say until in the turn. Or can only do this once. When the set character is KO'd, return the dial to your trap spell pool. You can only do it once anyway, it's a spell. No, it returns to your trap. But but this one, instead of being removed from the game afterwards, goes to your your pool, so you can keep using this. You're just going to give it to somebody else who's a Yu-Gi-Oh character, give them power action, and now they have plus one attack for the rest of the game until they die. So, 
it's one of the better ones, particularly in no resource formats. I mean, you're given an automatic plus one attack to somebody until they die. It's a little good for three points. His trap isn't too shabby either. It's Torrential Tribute. The set character must not be on its starting click. When the set character is KO'd, you may activate this trap. All opposing characters within six squares are given an action token, then remove the trap. That's pretty good, too, for three uh, Hey, Karibos, who are already annoying as hell to hit. You want to also give people action tokens when you blow up and deal penetrating damage? And I like that it's all opposing and, and not just all characters. Yeah. So both are really good for three points. He's going to be a, a pretty highly desired desired figure for Yu-Gi-Oh! collectors like myself. And uh, I definitely expect to be seeing those spell and traps played I a lot. I hope that sculpt looks really good. <coughs> so, we also have... Now this is... The Abominable I guess I'll say unconfirmed. This isn't official WizKids news. But someone, Oz Toys, Ozzy Toys, who has posted the OP kits, the recent sculpts for the, the two OP kits, the Suicide Squad and the uh, Marvel Knights one. You know where he's getting. I'm not going to look at it. Mm. He's got the exact file reference names. He's probably pulling the data straight from their server when they put it up before they put the retailer asset pages up. He has an image of an abominable snowman clicks that looks pretty damn legit. So I'm going to go ahead and assume, especially based on the track record, Brother of Shaggy Man. that this is a legitimate. Yes, it does bear a striking resemblance to Shaggy Man, of Not course. Not really. I mean, the, the arms are... The sculpt is different, though. The arms are completely though. different. It looks like a unique sculpt to me. I'm not yeah. saying it's a sculpt reuse. I'm and just saying it could be brothers. I will, uh, yeah, this is like his, you know, Shaggy is the... This is the brother you have that's in and out of jail no, all the time. The only thing I notice is that they've got the same crotch fur that all... Yeah. Drew, Drew's eyes go straight to the furry <laughs> man's crotch. You got, you got a crotch fur. It's very important. I'll, put, I'll copy and paste that into the podcast description if you haven't seen it. That way you'll be able to see it. So, maybe you guys can, you know, on these next two topics, also help shed some light to me because I'm not too familiar with, with either one of them. Or the details, but ah. first of all, on HC Realms in the general discussion, you might find some information on Battle Royale 2015 tournament kits. Yes. So basically, some stores are getting offered the chance to buy. To my to my knowledge, yep. Are getting offered the chance to buy these Battle Royale tournament kits, and what they are is they have small maps. And they have con exclusives from this year's con exclusives, including Spider-Ham, Loki, Ghost Rider, Weird, Adam Strange, and Animal Man. So, yeah, effective. according to the original post, the store needs to buy five bricks before they can purchase said kit. And they're also assuming it has to be from past sets. They listed, they listed the sets um, at some point. I can't remember what thread it was in. Effectively, they talk about it a little bit at the Origins Dinner. What they're trying to do is steer away from the con to your store, kind of like huge, massive program, and they want to do more of these smaller individual kits. But basically, if your store buys, it's the older shit again. So it's here's kind of like con exclusive. Here's the list of five bricks that you of product you have to buy from the the following list: War of Light Storyline OP kit. So basically, Wave One and Wave Two, I'm assuming. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's good. Slosh. That's bad. Invincible Iron Man. That can be good. And Flash. That could, that's really good. Yeah, so those are the... Uh, what happens is basically you buy, you qualify, you order your kit, and it allows you to run Battle Royales for con exclusives in your store. I mean, it, it's a... I like the system. I think they'll do... I think As long good. as the right stores get it. Uh-huh. Because uh, I have a feeling that Modern's going to go up to Invincible Iron Man. Or at least somewhere around there. Probably. Me and Hunter made a one dollar well, bet on where we thought we made a bet. Last week. Let's see if you want to chime in, Drew. If you have a differing opinion, you want to throw a dollar in this bet because that's what the bet is. All right, this pool's getting massive. I don't know if I can handle this. So it's, it's all the way up. To, uh, this is getting massive. I don't know if I can handle this. Hunter Smith. So Austin, where did you bet that the cutoff point would be for modern? I age? thought it would cut off at Batman Arkham Origin, so Iron Man would be the last set left in modern. Drew, what do you think will be? Like, if you had to pick a set and go forward and say, this will be modern age. It, they could get risky with it, is my thought. Because they, they kind of announced it, and they made it seem like a bigger deal. So, let me go past Slosh. 
Oh, you're going even past Slosh, huh? It could be up to fucking Deadpool. Uh, I don't know. Well, I said, let's see, Austin said Iron Man and Forward, right? Mm-hmm. I said Thor Dark, Thor Dark would World be would be the the oldest modern age set, so Thor Dark World and further. What do you want? To, you can do either one, or you can choose something totally different. Than what it's going to be past Wolverine and X-Men for sure. I'll probably put my money on... Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man, yeah. Probably going to be it. No, you know what? Let's get risky with it. Deadpool will be the last modern age set. Look True. at the balls on this guy. Gosh, man. The freaking... How do you walk... Alright, and if they do leave the Batman thing in, we'll also give you credit for that. That's because that's not really a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we'll see. It should be, what, a couple more weeks before they announce that? Yeah, probably. Because they, they're announcing it before Gen Con, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so I think it's July 1st, maybe. Won't be too long. So anyways, if you're interested in uh, getting these Battle Royale kits and you get offered that from WizKids, those are the sets you have to order from. Yeah, you gotta get offered, though. You have to be exclusive. You have to be exclusive. Which I don't one? think we are exclusive enough. We are not, probably. Our venue, but uh, no, maybe definitely. your venue is lucky maybe enough you. to be exclusive. There's also another exclusive thing that your venue can get into called the Ant-Man Micro-Tournament Weekend. There is a notice on here saying all stores have already been selected to participate. Please inquire uh, with your distributor if you have any questions. So if you have not heard, if your store has not been contacted about this, it ain't going to get contacted about it. Beginning July 18th, 2015, there will be Ant-Man themed tournaments. Winners can, well not just winners because uh, one of our local venues is included in this and a friend slash judge told me that there are actually quite a few Ant-Man cards available. So... Scott, a special Scott Lang Ant-Man card that you can only get during these tournaments will be given out to top placers or however the store decides to do it. I don't think that there's... Let's see if they give an actual uh, like way you have to run the tournament, but I think it's pretty open-ended on how you, can do, how you want to do it. Your store registers... You can... Looks like you just have to have... Let's see... Four players, one booster pack draft, two rounds, single elimination. Basically, in typical WizKids fashion, you can just buy the kit and do whatever the hell you want. You can keep it all for yourself if you really want to. But the way that they're suggesting it is you, you kind of do little drafts. You have four players, you take one booster, and you each make a... You do like a battle royale style of drafting your team, and then you just do a 2v2, and then another 2, and then a one-on-one, -on -one, whoever's left, single elimination. So you basically do kind of a magic version, uh, but for hero clicks. No, what they're suggesting is the winner of each of those. Yeah. Yeah, and the winner of each of those four players would get one card. That's what I'm saying. You get lots of, you get ten cards. Over ten ten cards, that's a lot of freaking mini turnings. So that would be a there. total of... Ten different tournaments with four players each and one booster sold each. I'm just saying it's typical WizKids to suggest that you buy more of their product to participate in there. <laughs> right. What I'm saying is do it however the hell you yeah, want to do it. Yeah, you're already getting a kid, you're, huh? you're buying from them. You already gave them what they want. They want your money. You give them the money. You do whatever the hell you want after that. But anyways, if you're interested in that, you can buy these special little Ant-Man cards. There's, I'm expecting a ton of these exclusive You can kind of see the, uh, uh, the uh, inspiration ability. So on did you guys one. hear uh, from Origins how they're doing the kind of exclusive ID cards? No. Um, so apparently uh, when the Battle Royale, they're going to be in Battle Royales, and someone after the uh, Battle Royale is over, someone will bring by a... Uh, Con exclusive, or the guy who's running it will be bringing con exclusive and a, uh, three ID cards. And put them in the pool? And put them in the pool. That's huh. pretty cool. That's what they should have done the last few years. Yeah, I, I dig it. Because then at least the other three people don't walk away with nothing. Right now, each of those ID cards is going for 25 bucks. But they will go down. Yeah, after Gen Con. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys now, 
don't plan on collecting all the ID cards unless you really want to spend a whole God, lot of money. Be crazy. A whole lot of money. Well, here's the thing, though. You don't have to have them all. That's you right. have to have everything. Collect everything. You have to have them You all. belong to WizKids now. But good fucking luck. I think we've all belonged to WizKids for a long time now. I don't want to admit it, but yeah. So that's it for news, right? I guys? just keep getting Mockingbird cards. That's all I get is fucking Mockingbird. Can't get I anything. I think WizKids are trying to tell you what you need to play. Yeah. Give her a shot. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a nice pre- it was a pretty slow news week. Pretty guess. slow. Uh, nothing else to talk about. Nothing else. So, Drew, do you want to, should, should we take a trip, or do you need more time, or? Oh, shit, what do you think? Well. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'll quickly give the solution to make your move that Austin and I did last week. So, last week I gave you a very simple make your move. I told you your team and your opponent's team. Your team was the Chase Black Widow from Avengers Assemble. A 25-point Asgardian Troll and a 75-point Starter Set Sif from Thor Dark World. Against a Justice League themed team of Main Set Amethyst, Strategy Game Wonder Woman, and Superman Fast Forces Steel. And what you were supposed to do is look at the opponent's team and look at your team and tell me which figure on the opponent's team is is a, a worse matchup are going to cause you more problems, uh, particularly your Black Widow, because 200 of your 300 points team you have spent on Black Widow, so you really want her to be protected. So I, I said, what do you think is her biggest weakness? Now, as with anything, it's a bit subjective, but for the most part, I think the answer is pretty clear. What's the biggest thing that Black Widow has going for her? when you look at this piece. Perma still. Exactly. And I did not tell Austin the answer, so he did come up with that himself. So, the best thing about this Black Widow is... Are you implying that I can't figure shit out? No, I was just like... Are you just like... You're just saying I'm an idiot, and I just I was saying... I'm kind of insulted right now, Hunter, and it really hurts my feelings. If they think that you didn't come up with that yourself, I was giving you credit. I was... Whatever. I thought they were going to be hating on you. Okay. So, anyway. Why would they hate on me? They love me. Don't they, Hunter? Uh, Are you hiding hate mail from me? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, yeah, let's continue and get off that subject. Uh, (laughs) The best thing Black Widow has for her is her her stealth and her uh, traded... Smoke cloud thing and staying at range. She has seven range double bolt, energy explosion, range combat expert, all this crazy range stuff. So if you look at the opposing team, you have a Wonder Woman who has sidestep and no range. You have Amethyst who also has no range and sidestep. And you have Steel who has running shot, five range, outwit, and the Superman ally team ability. That's the key right there. Only one of your opponent's figures can see through stealth. Andy has outwit, and your 200-point Black Widow can be outwitted. What? And she's only a 17 defense, which isn't too high, last I checked. Especially in today's game, where you have resources that everybody has fucking 14 attack all the time. So, I think, in my mind... The biggest threat to Black Widow is Steel, at least on top click. So if you can knock Steel off of that top click, off of that outwit, I think you can breathe a little easier. So if the second part of the question was, okay, now we know who's the biggest threat. We've decided it's Steel. What do we do to get to either slow down Steel or to what do we use against it? Well, you flip the table first off. And then you tell your opponent that he sucks at this game and he should go home and burn his whole collection and then beat his wife. When you're done with that... (laughs) You come back and you play the game against yourself. You have two really solid close combat attackers with Sif and the Troll. Troll just being easy 25-point tie-up. I love that Troll so much. So I think you have two options. You send in Sif to see if her blades and precision strike, flurry, and exploit some point down her dial can cut through Steel's invulnerability. Or you send in the troll, who's only 25 points, tie up Steel for at least one turn, most likely two turns, and during that time, 
Black Widow can take shots on Steel and knock him off that outwit. Alright, so I mean, either way you have two options. You can try to get Sif to just take him on one-on-one, or you can have Steel, or or you can tie up Steel with the troll and then have Black Widow knock him off of his top foot. As someone who loves Steel, hearing people have to work to kill Steel makes me warm and fuzzy. Now there's, you can make an argument that Amethyst is is a threat just because of her trait, where when she hits an opposing character, neither character can make a ranged combat attack. And, and then she and that character may only target each other with close combat attacks. I, in my mind, if this is me, this is subjective, I send Sif after Amethyst. Sif has zero rank. She doesn't give a shit about making close combat attacks anyways. And I feel like she can hold her own against this Amethyst. I feel like they're pretty evenly matched. I think you just send in Sif against Amethyst. You send in the troll to tie up steel. And then you shoot the shit out of Wonder Woman. Who has combat reflexes, invul, and willpower on top click? Only a 17. My combat reflexes is super useful against energy expert right. or against a ranged attacker. She does have super senses on ranged attacks, but yeah. anyway, you have double bolts. You can take a shot at Steel and Wonder Woman, and then figure it out from there. So, anyways, a lot of that's subjective, but the main thing I wanted you to realize is when you're playing a team, particularly you put a bunch of points into a piece. Think about how to protect. Think more defensive than offensive, at least a little bit. Which that's the opposite of what most people do with tent poles. They tend to go fucking gun ho. I'm gonna run all the way across the map and punch somebody. My full 15 hypersonic movement. So anytime you have a big points piece, I'd say that's half of your points or more. Always think defensively. Figure out the biggest threat and figure out how to slow down or stop that threat. Because guess what? Once you knock steel off that outwit. Your opponents don't have much answers to chew through all of these eight clicks of life that Black Widow has. They can no longer outwit your invincible or impervious. And then down dial, she's a freaking and she gets combat to heal. reflexes. Yeah, remember she gets to heal too when your guys get KO'd. Well, oh, don't yeah. don't I have a figure that's easily KO'd with 25 point Asgardian troll that's going to heal my Widow up two clicks? Yep. I mean, I I think it's pretty smooth sailing after that after you knock Steel off about with. Anyways. Though that's kind of the, the idea behind Make Your Move is try to get you guys in the mindset of, of making matchup, thinking about matchups and, and pros and uh, advantages and disadvantages that your team has. Alright, do we want to take a trip down the corner? We can take a trip down the corner. Alright, I heard it's it's nice this time of year. I heard it's pretty in June. No. No? <laughs> it's pretty in June. I was, ta- I was telling Austin there. We're going I'm back. For a handy so I don't know if you know this or not. The corners gone through some changes recently. Oh really? Yes. Remodeling. Come on. Under new management. You, you could call it remodeling. Is it under new management? The hookers are a bit better. The hookers are getting boob jobs, is what he's saying. Yeah. I don't have control over that. Uh huh. So I figure we're gonna go back. I don't know if I've talked about this piece before, but we're gonna talk about it again because I I don't have track of fucking what I've talked about and what I haven't talked. We about. really need to start a list. We found some more in in stock in the back room. That's You're right. Like, I gotta move these guys. I gotta move these guys. All right. So I want to focus on someone. So let's say, let's go back and let's say, you're like, hey, I want to play an X Man team. X Men team. Sorry. Right. Full of X Mans. Alright, I hear they're good. X-Men's are pretty good. You mean in humans, right? Uh, yeah, uh, oh, okay, back in the day when uh, they were still X-Men. Alright, continue. Fucking Marvel. <laughs> and before Sabretooth was Wolverine. Those were the days. You've heard about that, right? Yeah. Whatever, Victor's still fucking way better than Logan. Anyway. Anyway. Go back all the way to a set that's named after the X-Men. Giant size X-Men. Hammer of Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Explosion. (laughs) Whoa, he picked up on Go all the way back. So let's say you get this team together. You you got your web of Spider-Man Nightcrawlers and your... Oh, okay, we're that asshole. Well, you're good shit, so you gotta play something bad. You're a fucking asshole. You got your wolverines that can charge 85 squares across the map and do blades damage and... While healing five clicks a time. But you're like, fuck, you know, I just want some cool shit on my team, and I want a cool ability. But I also want a nice, you know, decent ranged attacker. I got your guy. 
Giant Size X-Men 008 Cyclops. I've heard about this guy. May have played him a time or two. May have played him? Only a time or two, Hunter. Let's be honest. This guy know. is notorious. Between the both of us, I think we, we've probably... I don't know. So back before AVX... Cyclops oh, came out. This was this was the guy. This was the guy. This you was wanted to play Scott Summers. This How many other Cyclops were there besides this one? This, and the whole lot. one. And there, there were oh, there wow. only like a dozen. Only like a dozen. And then even the Tab app one, I felt like yeah, still it's... kind of fell a little. And the Wolverine, the X one, X Men ones. I I still kind of liked the GSX one the best out of all of them. Yep. Let me tell you something. This piece has got old, old time written all over it. He's got standard willpower. That's right. He, someone has standard willpower. <laughs> so he has no reducers, because back in the day, you know, you could have that. But this guy does something unique, and that's why I picked him. He's got a special trait. He can use leadership. Ah, oh, you're telling me, dude, whatever, dude. Leadership, fuck, fuck your leadership, all right? It's 110 points, so he's, he's going to be, like, X-Men have a lot of low-point figures that you're going to be yeah. clearing tokens off of with Cyclops. He's got 8 range, he's got Sharpshooter, as all fucking Cyclops should. Right. Um, but he's got this trait. It's leadership, and when any friendly character uses the X-Men team ability, heal 2 damage instead of 1. Hot diggity damn. I want to bring up, I've always liked pieces like this that modify team abilities. They're really awesome. Keep in mind, that's traded, so... It's all. It's gonna happen until he dies. Also, keep in mind for 110 points, this guy has seven clicks of life, which might not sound, you know, extremely crazy. Like it, it feels extremely crazy. It's solid, days. yeah, for sure. It feels crazy these days because most clicks have like six, or some even have five, with this point cost, which is crazy. Think about it. Later on, he rolls onto a special force blast. After actions resolved, if his def target's defense value is now 16 or less, he deals damage to his target equal to half the D6 roll from Force Blast. Ooh, I like that. say that's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Pretty fun. That's a fun ability. He's also got RCE at the time. Did that get a rules addendum? No. It still works. No, I mean, like, would it work when he procs Force Blast on the shot? No. Well, he no, wouldn't take a D6 roll, so there'd be no damage. Yeah, yeah. it's referred you have to, to you have power action. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He still would have it though, on normal shots, yeah. because it says he can use Force Blast, period. Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue, Drew. Okay. But, yeah, this guy's really good. Um, he's always got a 9 or a 10, which is very good for older pieces. Yeah. Um, a whopping 4 damage on top click. This is also Not true. Bad with moving range. attack. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a solid ranged attacker. Like, he's bordering on good. I'd say he's a good ranged attacker. It seems to me, Drew, that that trait would get... Better and better and better the higher points game you were playing. Uh, you know just, what I mean? Just, 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 so, because the more points you have, the more X-Men you have, the more, more X-Men you're healing. healing you're going to be doing. I like it. Me and Humans team ability is a really good one. <sighs> it is. And Giant Size and Humans was a great set. We just got so much. This guy's a common from Giant Size X-Men. What so is what be... The thing about Giant Size X-Men for those uh, newer Heroclix players, though, it um, it was a smaller print run, very small. So a lot of the comments are still worth a few, quite a few dollars. The game was dying. Yeah. Well, it it had just been reborn pretty much. Oh, was this one? It was. Yeah, it had just been reborn. Yeah, GSX is after Hammer. And this set sold out like nobody's business. This was one of the. As did Wolverine. This is one. Yeah, this is the precursor to Wolverine and the X Men, and I do believe it sold out like crazy, right? It did. That's why the pieces retain their value. So with that in mind, what are our guesses for how much this Cyclops will cost? Seventy-nine cents. No way. No fucking way. Four dollars. Um, I'll go five. So I'll go four ninety nine, Drew's three ninety nine, Austin seventy nine cents. He could not be far, farther from the truth. Cool stuff, Inc. Cyclops zero zero. Uh, which eight. one is this? It's zero eight. Eight okay. from Wolverine the X Men. Two dollars forty nine cents. There you not go. Wolverine the X Men Giant Size. Or sorry, Giant Size X Men. Zero, so it's halfway zero. between both of our answers. It's That's no cheaper way. than I thought. Well, yeah, it is cheaper than I'll that. tell you what. He did not used to be that cheap before we got all these new Cyclopses. He was about seven bucks when <laughs> I bought one back in the day. But yeah, with AVX Cyclops and the two. It new just ones. lets you know like the state of how things were <laughs> before we got all these new characters. Alright, good choice. I'm digging it. I this is a good figure. Close to my heart figure. I love this guy. He's good. 
Let's get into the game that's sweeping the nation. It's been a while since we played. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've done this. This is called Bad Samaritan. If you want to play along, Austin has three Heroclix figures. They're all modern age. He knows what they are. Drew and I do not. Drew and I have to guess. We get one guess per round. And at each round, we get two randomly generated clues that Austin has to tell us what they are. All right. If you want to play along, listen to Austin's two clues. Pause the podcast. Come up with one guess. Be wrong. And then press play, see what Drew and I guess, and then listen for your next set of clues, so on and so forth. So we're going to do three figures. Let's start with the first figure. First round of clues. We get named keyword and free play. Avengers. Um, set. Set. We'll go set. Avengers assemble. All right. No, I can. What a scumbag! All right, let's narrow keep. This fucking down. There's only we got we got to narrow down to like 63 figures at this point. There is actually actually there's only like I think there's only like 30 figures. In well, I'll go with my man D Man. <laughs> metal. Not metal. All right. He's not Avengers. He's in the show. Round no, he has Avengers and. He has Avengers. Avengers? Yes. Oh. Round number two. Free play. Free play. And opening movement power. Charge. Set number, probably. Set number. 26. Son of a bitch. He's an uncommon. Uncommon Avenger with charge. Uh, it's not Falcon. Not forgotten one. Uh, obviously, it's not Living Lightning, <laughs> even though he's an uncommon. He's, he's common. Rage starts with Leap Climb. He does. Hmm. Most of the initiatives are common, if not all of them, so I don't think it's any of those Avengers Academy guys. Charge. Charger. It's not any of the big three. They're all super rares. It's going to be somebody that we have no idea who they are, or most likely no idea who they are. You said 26? 26. Like, count that high in Spanish, or just said it in Spanish? I don't think Forgotten One has Avengers, but I'm going to guess it anyway, so it doesn't bug me. Forgotten One's not Forgotten One. Good guess, though. I am drawing a blank here. Yeah. It's going to be someone so fucking obvious. I know the Who is the, uh... The what you call it, the Power Princess, the non-prime of Power Princess. Ooh, this is a good question. Moonstone is it Moonstone? No, no, I'm sorry. I mean the answer to my. That is the answer to your question. Okay, it's different number. So now she's ranged. I don't know, Drew. All right, I'm gonna skip. I've taken too long at this point. All right, third round of guesses. Another free play, luckily. And rarity. Uncommon. <laughs> oh, shit. I All right, this. Drew, let's see. I say we choose either trait, special power, or generic keyword. I don't feel like point value is going to help me much. I don't feel like generic keyword, honestly, will either. I'm thinking either trait or special power. Uh, what do you think? I'll let you pick. I'll give you two of these free plays. Feeling generous here. Man, he's cocky right now. I'm cocky. We want trade and special power. Neither. <laughs> Go ahead and punch him in the dick. <laughs> I knew exactly what was going to happen. figure has no trade and no special power besides rage. And he starts with leap climb. I know 100% he does. I know somebody out there in Fanland just screaming at their freaking... I feel so stupid. I should have memorized the uncommons of Avengers Assemble before coming. Should memorize the uncommons uh, of you every guys single. You guys keep saying set. you're gonna study every single week. I keep forgetting. It's been two weeks since I've been on the podcast. I saved. I saved a couple rounds of Bad Samaritan. I, I wanted to make sure Drew stirred with me. You wanted to embarrass him. Told me fair, Drew. Told me fair. <laughs> Somebody has to keep your ego in check, just like you keep mine in check. All right, let's go to the imbalance. I don't know him well enough. I don't either. It's not Justin Safert. It isn't Justin Safert. You're right. I never <laughs> <did that. laughs> Shit. 
No traits and no special abilities. I know, that's so weird. At all? No. No, no special abilities at all. Ra uh, does Ra wait, Ragnarok starts this. Ragnarok's power. a super rare. Or sorry, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking Thunderstrike. But does he have regular charge or does he have something? I feel like he has a special uh, movement power. I don't know if he does. I'll go Thunderstrike. It's not Thunderstrike. Damn it! All right, I gotta. He does on. have a special power. Okay, he has like charge and flight or something like that on his. I think he gains flight from his special power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Swordsman. It's not swordsman. <sighs> he has that trait where oh, yeah. other people attack him. Maria de Guadalupe Santiago. It is AVAS026 Silverclaw. I don't even know who fucking Silverclaw is. I don't either. That's why I picked her. God dang it. <laughs> Alright. And this is the first week of June, so it's a new month. Uh, Austin won last month, by the way, since we didn't do it for two weeks in a row. Alright. <laughs> that wasn't the plan. I slowly sabotaged Drew to where he could come to the podcast. Figure number two, we have point value and free play. 129 points. I say we go set. I like set. Set narrow. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> Avengers Assemble 129. Um, Abyss. Not Abyss. Swordsman. Not Swordsman. <laughs> Round... I fucking love Swordsman. Can I just bring that up right now? Round yeah. 2. Name of special power and rarity. No special power. Rare. I feel like I know the rare slot pretty well. Okay, do what do, what do we know so far? We know no special power. 129 points. And 120. No special powers at all. None. Arcade. No, he has. Oh wait, he doesn't have special powers. Does he? He costs more. Wait, he's, no, yeah, that's too yeah, much. Yeah, he costs too much. Yeah, yeah, he's an yeah, SR anyway, isn't he? No, he's no. a rare, but he costs way less than that because you're using him today in our event, which has. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn it, my team building actually helped you guys. 129. Um, how much is the regular star brand? But he has a trade. I don't know if he has special. I want to say he's like less than that. I'm using. I feel like he's right around that because he has power cosmos. He has special powers, though, I think. Who did I guess? Abyss? Mm hmm. Abyss has special powers. I know, she but has that, that, was, special that, was, that, that was, was before, before I Abyss. knew. Uh, How much is the alien dude? Hybrid, he's got a special power. Oh, he has a trait. I don't. Does he have a special oh, power? Oh, that's good. Give it a shot. I feel like he's not that many points though. I'm gonna wait. I'll keep him in the pocket. Yeah. I remember him being unusually high. But, yeah. Damn it, <laughs> um, I love you guys so much. Who's the chick with power cosmic? The. Abyss. Black Swan. Not Black Swan. I oh. guess though. I think all she has is a trait. Hybrid. Not hybrid. Just because I can't think of anything else. Alright, another free play. And opening defense power. Invulnerable. Maybe this brand. I don't really want to go... Do we do trait yet? Let's do trait. Demonic Arms. Master Pandemonium. Yeah. Got that trait. I picked him earlier and I was like, oh crap. I was like, if they hit trait, they're going to get this. Alright. I was well, hoping Hellfire Club might throw you off. We got really we got that. lucky with some free play there. Alright, this is the last figure. We got a This is all the marbles down to this one. We got point value and set number. Point value and set number 90 for the point value, 38 for the set number. I'm going to start off assuming that it's fucking Avengers Assembled. <laughs> you can assume whatever you want, buddy. So, what's a 38? That would be a rare or super rare. A 90 point. Class <laughs> <laughs> is not going to be Avengers. 90's only the, literally the most common, or the average point. Yeah, value Hunter didn't just calculate that this week. Um... I feel like 38 could still be a rare in, in big sets like that, though. I, I bet it is a rare. 
So. Uh, Black Swan. Not Black Swan. She's like at least 500. No, she's cheaper. I thought, but I don't know. Oh well. Jarvis is 40 or something. Yeah, it's definitely. Arcade. It's not arcade. Alright, round two. Can't do that, we already did it. Named keyword. I'm going to go ahead and guess Avengers for that. Quick give us the same ones. Name keyword, any special combat symbols. Uh, new warriors, no special combat symbols. New warriors, but oh, the dude with the stick, uh, the dude that looks like Kickass, Night Thrasher. Night Thrasher. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Woo! Go team venture. Two to one. Two to one. Suck on our sobbing members. <laughs> That's the that's a preview of the new hit from Thor Jorgensen. <laughs> Thor Jorgensen. <laughs> and the Thor Jorgensen experience. <laughs> Alright, so let's get through our main topic. You know, we were obviously joking when we said there was no more Heroclix news. There's a, this has, of course, been the biggest moment in the history of Heroclix. I just want to say, Hunter's been walking around full mask, just like swinging and breaking everything in his house all morning. He's like, I can't wait to talk about this shit. And then I heard about Ninja Turtles Heroclix. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I thought his dick was going to explode. Like, Clearly, we're talking explode. about getting the Ant-Man box set, right, Hunter? Yes. <laughs> they are making Ninja Turtles Heroclix and potentially other Nickelodeon uh, hero clicks, but who gives a fuck? It's Ninja Turtles, okay? That's all that matters. We already know we're getting the big four. They have actually already shown sculpts of all four. They, they did are... say um, they're going movies, movies, comics, and TV shows for inspiration of stuff, so it's not just any of the one properties, which is pretty cool. To me, the sculpts look like they're based off of IDW Ninja Turtles number one. Yep. Yep. Uh... And they are the typical comics red headbands, not the different color ones like the cartoons and movies. Uh, crazy excited. I have not have been. They, this, uh, this is by far the most exciting Heroclix related news I've ever heard since we started playing. Have they announced whether or not it's going to be a... what kind it's going to be? No. Nope. Now, Austin and I were talking about this. I said there's no way they do a five-figure booster. Even though there's plenty of characters they could put in it, as I will get into in a minute. There's but no. they will definitely do CTD. And I think that's because they're going to want to sell this in major stores like Target, Hastings, all the other stores. And they don't, for the most part, some of those don't do five-figure boosters. They do, they're all about the CTDs. And I think so. the, the other reason they'll want to do that is they want to test the waters, make sure everything's going to sell well, which I, I assume they There's no way that this is not going to sell but well. But they also don't want to exhaust most of their options in one set and then call it done. They'd rather do one CTD and then another and then another and then another. So, um... We gotta think about the worst case scenario, and that is that five dollar MSRP boosters. No, we're also, getting pretty close to that at this point already. Anyway, it's like three fifty MSRP. Um, ridiculous. Thanks, Games Workshop. A starter set with only the four turtles, Shredder and Splinter. I'll fucking kill you, sir. I'm just saying, you gotta think about, you gotta think about the worst case scenario. There's no way. WizKids knows how much this is printing money right now. Okay. Okay. Well, as Austin said. Although a starter set that comes with the four turtles and Splinter would just... They did say that they will be based not only on the comics, but also on the movie and the cartoon. However, at worst we could get just movie. Versions. I don't really care about any of this stuff. I care about the comics. So today we're going to talk about characters that could and should be in the set. And I'm also going to give you some required reading if you haven't been reading Ninja Turtles and you want to know what's the best stuff, what's the stuff that's definitely worth reading. I'll let you know. So... I'll let you guys start with your once and get those, because um, neither of you have read too much Ninja Turtles. I've read a little bit, but not all. Or seen a whole lot of Ninja Turtles. So, I'll let you guys do your once, and then I'll fill in from there. Uh, everything fucking related to the Foot Clan. We need Shredder, and we need Foot Ninja. Just every just Foot Ninja. Different vers different hand ninjas. Yeah. They could do different. I mean, you could do three different hand ninja generics. Foot ninjas. Do different or uh, foot ninja generics. What is this a Daredevil set? Do like um, certain weapons. Yeah, and I think that would be awesome yeah. to have different weapons ninjas. You could do a leader version. You know, a higher points version. Foot clan lieutenant or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, there's a straightforward like Bebop, Rocksteady. You have Casey. You have Ace. Shut your mouth. 
No, I'm saying they're given. They're going to be in the set regardless. I think Drew wanted to do Casey. I think oh, that's sorry. right. Casey Jones is my favorite character from the series, and Austin's going to fucking steal him with his grubby little man hands. They're so soft. So Austin brought up... So touching. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady, they are part of the, the Foot Clan, so that, that kind of goes with Shredder. Anybody else? You're missing a big one. Am I? Yeah. I I mean, as I told Hunter, like, there's the... You're fucking... It doesn't matter. You're still missing a fucking big one. Splinter? He no. already said Splinter, but I know who Drew's trying to get you to remember. Krang? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Krang would be awesome. And they could do some pretty sweet sculpts, and he's one of the characters that could have multiple versions, since he's had multiple bodies or machines or whatever he's hooked up to at the given time, so... What do you want? Is that it? I really can't think of any other character. Like, I don't know that many Ninja Turtles characters. I want I want Casey, obviously, because he's the fucking best. <laughs> I also want a, a Baxter. Like, he's going to be sweet. Fucking the lost fly guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Austin pretty much named them all. Alright. When they do... As far as Foot Clan stuff, you guys already said Shredder, different ninjas. And when I said Lieutenant, actually they could just do... Um, K I always pronounce it Carrie, I don't know how it's actually pronounced it, but it's spelled K-A-R-A-I. She's in a lot of... in pretty much every iteration of Turtles, she's in it in some form. Right now in the comics, I think she's actually supposed to be Shredder's daughter. Uh, she's kind of a lieutenant in the army, so they could do... They definitely could do her and feel that, like, she could have... She'd be basically the um, center hall yeah. for the for the ninjas. I forgot about her. I just did um, center hall. Yeah, well, hey, she has like you leave special, center hall alone. She'll have some special leadership that plays off of you know the the minions. I was cleaning my room of, this weekend and like the only clicks piece I found like somewhere where it wasn't hall? supposed to be. I found a center hall buried in the back of my closet somewhere, and I'm like, how long have you been hiding? <laughs> when they do Krang, they could do Krang, they could do some generics, um, either his race, but more preferably just like his um, little bad guys, maybe some stone soldier generics to go along with him. I want pre-mutated turtles that alter ego. Drew brought up Baxter, um, the scientist. He's been in different forms. As Drew said, he's talking about the fly version. In the comics, he's, he's a human scientist. Uh, I think in the older comics he was some uh, something else. Anyways, he's he's always involved. He could be a, a supporty type figure, um, have some kind of maybe uh, like inventive type of trait that does something special. Kind of messes with game mechanics a little bit. Bebop and Rocksteady, obviously. Old Hob is a huge. Uh, oh, sorry. Before I go off of Baxter, Baxter created the Mausers. You guys have probably seen Mausers on yeah. the cartoons or something. So you could do, there's another easy generic to do, some Mousers. Uh, you could even do them like Spider-Bots, where they're real small and they're little yeah. circular versions. Um, Old Hob is a very important character. He is not really allied with any one particular thing. If you've ever, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you think about the cat with the eye patch, he's one of the more important characters. He's been around a long time. Um, he, in the comics, in the IDW run... Also leads a group of mutated uh, animals, basically like the Ninja Turtles, but they're basically all the other animals that were mutated during the the big event that caused all this. Um, there's a couple really cool characters, including Herman the Hermit Crab, which is this <laughs> giant hermit crab that uses a big dumpster for his shell, and he has machine guns on it and all this crazy stuff. I want that uh, figure. I have to have that figure. Mondo Gecko... Like they could, there could be a, a whole keyword for those guys, and they you could you know do a little theme team with them. I literally have the Wikipedia article for a list of characters, and I don't recognize any of these. Slash is also with them, and he is uh, a basically another turtle that they've made. He's a giant, dark colored turtle. He has is a black he, bandana. Is he the one that was like the mutated turtle in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? He was in the in the cartoons. He looked a little yeah. different. He's bigger and and kind of spikier in the comics. Yeah. He was kind of a an experiment, kind of like the turtles were. He's with them too, so he definitely could be in there. 
you got the Purple Dragons, which was the um, basically the gang. They were the ones that KC always fought. Yeah. Um, they Yeah, their leader is Han, so they could definitely do them. There's another generic they could do with Purple Dragons. Uh, I think this would be a good generic set. You could have and you'd have little theme teams. You could do you know you'd have Purple Dragons, Mausers. You could do the Foot Clan, obviously the Ninja Turtles. Um, and then the only other character really that um, should be in there is Honeycut. He's a real big part of the comics right now. He's a little robot guy. Uh, I don't want to get too much into his backstory because it'll spoil because he's part of a lot of the main plot lines of what's going on right now. But that's another character I think. So that right there, let's see, counting the turtles, four, five, six, seven. Oh, and Alpex. I almost forgot Alpex. Alpex is a really cool character. Uh, she's the wolf spirit. She's heavily actually involved in the true backstory of the Ninja Turtles. If you read Secret History of the Foot Clan, you'll see what I mean by that. She was a bad guy, now she's kind of a good guy. Not going to say why, because that's, again, spoilers, but she's very cool. She's very important. So that's 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. They definitely got more than a CTD worth here. That's 25 right there that we've already listed, and those are just the main, the big ones that I could think of. And there was a shit ton in that list that we didn't even touch, so I mean, I kind of want to hear what the fans want, like anyone we missed that they really would like to see in the set. So, if you want to catch up, here's what I suggest reading. The absolute required reading, in my mind, the best Ninja Turtles related lore that's ever been made is Secret History of the Foot Clan. came out two years ago. You can pick up the trade. It's four or five issues long. It tells you the true history of uh, Shredder and Splinter. And I, I, don't, I almost spoiled something big. So just definitely read that. It's well worth reading. It's very good art, very well written. I love it. It's one of my favorite books ever. Read that, and then read the IDW series that is currently ongoing. Right now, this is the best Ninja Turtles books there's ever been. There's been some decent ones back in the day, like Eastman's first run was pretty good. But right now, the IDW run is excellent. It's on issue 40-ish, and I would honestly suggest reading them all. It, just start from the beginning. You'll enjoy it. Um, it gives you, it does a great job of starting from scratch with the turtles. It starts right at the origins and it, you know, it, it basically forms its own universe. So even if you haven't been reading turtles for a long time, if you start with this series, it will fully teach you about everybody and catch you up fully. And it, it's really well done. Um, it's really fun. It's, it's pretty lighthearted, but it's not like kitty lighthearted. Yeah. So it, keep that in mind, but it's, it's very, very good. I definitely enjoy it. I'm really happy with Ninja Turtle comics right now and have been for about two or three years. So, check those out. The IDW run that's going on right now and then Secret History of the Foot Clan is also an absolutely must-read. Alright, so we're going to get into community very quickly. We This week, however, we will not be reading the entire mailbag because next week is episode 100. And I figure we'll have a... A super mailbag episode? Yeah. Kind of catch up the mailbag. Also have a laid-back uh, episode where we just kind of shoot the shit with people. Is it going to be an AMA episode and ask us absolutely anything? We could do we, we could do something like that. But before we get into mailbag-related issues, we did pick our best build teams that we're playing next week. All three of them were from Gmail. That's where we got the majority of our uh, answers. Austin picked, let me look up his first name here, Elicio Rivera's team. Mm. It was, you honor. it is a robot team. Is it? To me, it looks like the best one we got, so I'm not surprised that Austin Smith picked it. Yeah, well, considering it contains probably my new favorite piece for a long-ass time. It is Nimrod, Justin Seffert, Alpha Class Sentinel at full points, and three Days of Future Past Sentinels at th 75 points with the robot ATA on all of them. What's your new favorite? Justin, too. That piece is just awesome. Drew... I love robots and armor. What do you think it's going to be? Drew has Jay Shobb's team, which is an Asgardian theme team. It has the Thor and Black Widow chases. has Absorbing Man. We actually got two teams that were very similar in composition that had all three of those pieces and then some support. Actually, it's right here in front of me. It has some Trolls, Split Lip, Lo the new Loki, and the old Valkyrie, the really old Valkyrie. That's really good. I love that piece. And then I picked Split Shift's team. 
it is a crime syndicate team that has almost all of them are from the Fast Forces, which is a pretty damn good Fast Forces. It force. is a very good Fast Forces. Maybe one, maybe the best. The Atomic is really amazing, as you know. The uh, the fucking Owlman's awesome. I think he had all of them f- were from the Fast Forces except for the Firestorm one or Deathstorm one. I think that one. The was... man said Death no. Storm. Wait, no, maybe it wasn't. Actually, maybe they were all from the Fast Forces, but it also has Grid. Uh, the, uh, what's the Aquaman one's name? Sea King. Sea King, Sea King, fuck yeah, Hunter. Oh, Power Ring. That's the one that wasn't from the Fast Force. It was from the main set. Yeah, the main set Power Ring. Everybody else from the, the Fast Forces. And then it had the 66-point Outsider, which is the one that... Does the elevator... When a friendly character uses prop control, which they'll be using all the time with their trait, or with their team ability... And an action token would be assigned as a result. You can deal the outsider one unavoidable damage instead. So I just keep. I plan on keeping him. Well, and this is what he, the submitter told me to do. Keep him in the back. Use that. It's basically free theme, free theme prob from any of your guys without having to take action tokens. You just damage the outsider instead. Yep. And then, you doing that will put him on his dimensional portal portal power, where you can basically do like a mega teleport. I really like the team. I've been wanting to play Crime Syndicate, so when I saw the team and I saw that it, it featured a lot of pieces and a pretty balanced team as far as range and close combat, I went with that one. So I just want to say my team was preordained because Hunter messaged me the team list and I'm sitting there and I just got a Coke out of the vending machine and it said share a Coke with Rod. And I look at that list and the top thing on that list was Nimrod. Uh, so I, I will win this... Fate has decided I will win this best build contest. So we should do some shout-outs here. Uh, Worlds is going on as we speak. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think they've started yet. Um, but both uh, Battering, who I'm sure you know from HC Realms. Yeah. And well, we met, we met Battering at our... Uh, yeah. When we hosted that event for the ROC at the, the first yeah. regional ever. He made top nice 32. Guy. Oh, good for him. Yeah, and uh, Ken the Red, who also participates yeah. in the... Uh, Shout out to two Dial Design. I think both of them winners. Definitely Battering has won. Now, pretty I think sure Ken the Red... Ken, yeah. Pretty sure Ken won once. So yeah, shout outs to uh, them. Uh, let me see if there are any emails that just absolutely have to be read this week. Nothing on Gmail that absolutely has to be read this week. And we'll check uh, Facebook real quick. That can wait. That can wait. Alexander Mosier uh, just kind of verified our thing where if Lydia takes away the ring, then they no longer get the uh, synchronized ability. That can wait. And looks like they all can wait. It's the it's the tension and the slow build the next week that just makes it. Alright, so ideas for next week for episode one hundred. I think we keep it laid back. We do a we do a mailbag episode. We maybe get some alcoholic beverages and some maybe some pizza or something. Hire some hookers. We do let's I like Austin's idea of sort of an AMA. How about this? Anybody listening? If you can think of any question you want to ask us here or clicks related or not, send them in. This is mailbag week for sure. If you did. no excuses, you gotta send us a message. Either dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com or on our Facebook or our Twitter. We will answer. Send us something, no matter how crazy it is. Or flat out pants on head retarded. And we'll do kind of a laid back episode next week. We'll play some drunken bad Samaritan. Oh, that's the best because I guarantee win that shit. We'll do we'll do some some more of our segments and stuff, but uh, we'll keep it pretty laid back. I, we won't get into too many crazy things. Maybe if I can arrange it, have some. We'll have a guest here and there. Maybe we have some guest bad Samaritan guys. Maybe we can get a bunch of people on Skype and just all team up against Austin. <laughs> I know he likes being teamed up. On I was gonna say, guys. Hunter, is it my birthday? <laughs> We can just make it where no matter who Austin picks, our team of, our panel of 
amazing bad Samaritan players will take <laughs> it Fucking, down. you guys call Steve and you're like, Steve, you know every hero clicks in existence. Uh, oh man, I would love if a WizKids employee wrote in for our 100th episode, but I, I doubt that'll happen. If you also have ideas on anybody else who... If you're listening, Steve, fuck you. <laughs> this you, is your chance. If anybody else knows of a character that you thought we missed in the Ninja Turtle discussion, you can send that to us also. As your mom. Until next week, this is Fifth <laughs> signing off for the sexy Drew Alderson hey. and Mr. Austin Smith. Oh, why am I not sexy? I'm just Mr. I don't know. That's your own issue. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs>